You're listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast featuring Joseph Ryan and Donna Lee. Even just sitting there listening to this podcast, you look fabulous. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast, um, a weekly phenomenon that we like to show off around here and invite our special guests. And my name is Donna Lee. I'm half of the co host here, and the other half is Joseph Ryan from Ryan Wayne Salon. How are. How are you all? <laughs> so leaving that in. I know. I'm like, <laughs> how is everybody and how are y'all? How are y'all doing? Oh my gosh. So, you know, I am blonde. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know that, you should know that because you would love my blonde hair. <laughs> but all the chemicals <laughs> have slowly worked their Seeped way into, into your my brain. scalp and to my brain. That's yes. okay. You're but still pretty. I'm still learning English. You know, it's my first and only language. And one day I may perfect it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're very pretty. And that's uh, all that matters. Thank you, Donna. So there you go. You know, I would much rather be called pretty than smart. You right, know how I too. feel about that. <laughs> And you know, like they say in Still Magnolias, if you don't have anything nice to say, then come, come sit, sit next by to me. me. Exactly. So mm-hmm. obviously, I had to invite Aaron. Hi, oh, Aaron. Welcome hi. to the podcast. So Donnelly, Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron, Donnelly, and everybody Hello. listening, you have to know Aaron's story because Ooh. she is an amazing person turned client turned friend. So Aaron, tell us your story about how you found Ryan Wayne and what's going on with you. So I found Ryan Wayne from the internet, not really knowing what I was getting into, but knowing that I needed a lot of help and hoping, hoping, hoping that that would be the place that could help me. I had three little kids, identical twin boys that were one. I just moved to Colleyville. I hadn't had a professional haircut in over a year and my hair color, oh, I don't know that we could just call it one color, could we? There might've been six or eight and they were all done in my own bathroom. Oh. So I came to Ryan Wayne hoping for help. I got to the point where I was basically in tears every morning about my hair because it was so damaged, so processed, and looked so bad, and I just didn't have any time to do anything with it. So Joseph took one look. This was about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I think they were supposed to close at 6. We were. Actually, (laughs) what happened was the front desk concierge Hey, Joseph, there's this lady. She's never been here before. She sounded kind of like an emergency. And she said she understands if you can't do anything except just she just needs to at least get a haircut. So are you willing for me to go ahead and book her same day? Because typically we can't do same day appointments because we're booked. Right. So I said, okay, well, yeah, just go ahead and tell her I'm not going to be able to do any color, but I will do a haircut. Mm-hmm. And so then she comes to the salon. And how, I, how long I, ago was this? This was over 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So I left my office in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I basically threw myself in the car, told my husband he had to deal with the kids, and I drove as fast as I could home. This was about less than a mile from my house. And I just came in. I was practically in tears when I called, in Aww. fairness. So Joseph looked at my hair. And we ended up there till nine. Oh, yeah, we did. <gasps> 9 p.m.? I literally oh. was like, oh, no. I said, even if I cut your hair, it's not going to look right because the colors were like you could see when you color your hair at home, you're not able to apply it precisely in zones the way that your hair grows out. Mm. And there was overlap and there were parts that were missed. And I thought of a good analogy. Oh, good. Tell okay. Me. Have you seen a rock mountain where it's got different layers 
mm-hmm. different colors of rocks. That's what my hair looked like. Oh, I see. They were like so bars of different. You, yeah. you could see the history of the damage and everything that I had done to it, like, oh wow, on there. So oh. I just couldn't, in good conscience, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like if you're a doctor and there's somebody dying at a restaurant you can't be like oh i'm sorry i'm, a, I'm off, off the, the clock, clock. <laughs> so i'm not doing that so i literally was just like oh my gosh this poor thing oh. and so i mean it was like everyone all hands on deck clear my calendar <laughs> we're doing this yeah so we ended up telling her like hey we're gonna do your color because we have to and she was like are you serious can you know? i talk oh. about cost because like yeah the, the last salon i had gone to before coming here was the neiman marcus salon mm-hmm. and it didn't go well which is why i hadn't been going to any salon i was like well i'm better off by myself mm-hmm. than paying a ton of money to get something that truly damaged my hair wow so i was like i don't care do whatever you can for 500 dollars." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like got it <laughs> and that is what i got yeah wow well you know obviously you know it's like a restaurant you can go and we have a full menu of things that you can consume if mm. you choose. True. And then we also, you know, you can go to a restaurant and you can see things on the menu that are pricey. And you can say, you know what? I'm going to skip the appetizer and dessert and I'm just going to get the main entree. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did for Aaron that day. And I appreciate that. Like, I'm all about transparency, price transparency, maintenance transparency. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if you're going to be a Ryan Wayne client, you have to be number one happy with the service and result. And number two, you have to be able to sustain it. Right. I don't want to put anyone in a position where you're going blonde and you have dark hair and you can't maintain it. And then you feel like your hair looks bad because you can't come in often enough for maintenance Mm -hmm. or not to do the treatments or things that you need to do to be a blonde. So I appreciated that because, you know, a lot of people are for some reason scared about being honest about their budget And I tell them, I'm like, it doesn't mean you can't afford it. It doesn't mean you can't afford to spend more. It's just what you've allocated for your beauty routine and your regimen. And so I like to throw that out there. And I'm glad you did bring that up because some people think like, oh, I can't go there if I don't get extensions Mm -hmm. or I can't go there if I don't do a volume system. Well, Erin has her own hair. She's Mm -hmm. never done extensions or a volume system. But she does color and Brazilians and haircuts and sometimes comes in for makeup and blow dry styles. Now she's addicted to the nails. You know, of course, our girls do a great job. I would only pay for nails here. They're not worth it anywhere else. Mm. So that is about quality and not having imperfections that drive me crazy all the time. Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to have the attention to detail. And that's something that we are adamant about. Like, we try to make sure that, number one, everyone on our team does equal quality so that way there's quality control for each client Mm -hmm. because obviously i'm only one person nathan's only one person we can't do everything i think i help you with your quality control because this bitch does not be quiet oh i love Uh. that though (laughs) but see once again that's communication so like if somebody's not doing something or you i mean and when you're a salon client that's been coming you know how it's supposed to be i know exactly i know step by step every process that i get each different type of appointment that I have start to finish I know how long they should take I know what it should feel like going on I can tell you the steps I can tell you the color combinations and the formulas Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff you don't have to know that stuff but when you've done it often enough you learn it and I can tell in a minute Mm -hmm. this is not going the way that it's supposed to go now Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen very often so it really stands out that's right (laughs) and if it does happen I'm like what's happening what's happening why 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 so we I bet you're really good at your job 
I oh. am great at my job. <laughs> She's very, very methodical. Very, and very smart. smart. Well, she, you are an attorney. I am an attorney. Oh, so the okay. Well, there yeah. you go. The attention to detail, and I want the value. I really want the value. And I think one of the other things that has made me a very long-term customer, Joseph knows that I value my time more than I value anything else. Mm -hmm. So doubling up, tripling up the people so that I can get in and out as quickly as possible, I would rather spend a little more and get out a little faster. Absolutely. Mm, That's a good point. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. had clients in the past that have told me like, hey, I'll tip you an extra $200 if you can get me out of here an hour early. I'm like, okay, girl, give me a goal. (laughs) I'm on it. I love a good goal. (laughs) That sounds like a good night out. It's a good challenge. So, but Erin's been coming out, like she said, for over 10 years. She is a walking billboard. Everyone, I mean, right? Everyone in your life, everyone who knows you is like, wow, you look so beautiful. You just told me a month or so ago about a coworker, a man who was complimenting your hair color. It's a little, it's a little awkward sometimes because you do things to look good and you want people to comment on them. Where's the line? That's Mm -hmm. the question. Uh Oh, so I'm short. I'm only about five, two, almost everyone's taller than me. And this guy always comments on my hair because he's so fascinated. I change it a lot. We change Mm -hmm. it almost every month. Um, So he's always fascinated with it, and he's looking at it, and he said, oh, your hair looks like each strand was hand-painted. And I was like, well, (laughs) that's exactly what it was. (laughs) It looks like that because that's what we do to it. But he's he's about as straight and unaware as they come. As right? they come. Mm-hmm. And even he can comment on noticing that wow. attention to detail in that. And That's impressive. That. Well, and two, something that I love that you've told me in the salon before is that she used to have such a sadness when it came oh. to her hair. That her whole mm-hmm. life, she hated her hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you tell me let about me your mom? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I have really, really naturally curly hair. Not like it's wavy. No. Like, it's curly and there's a cowlick every other inch. Uh So when I was little, my hair was not like anybody's hair that I was around. It wasn't like the people in my family. It wasn't like the people I went to school with. And I always felt like it was wrong. I never had the straight part and the two pigtails. French braids did not look smooth and nice. They looked frizzy. They looked terrible. Um, I've always been super self-conscious about my hair. And... As a result of that, when I was in law school, I gave up on that. I cut my hair off, and my hair was really, really short, um, about an inch long on the top, shaved on the sides. I just decided to opt out because it could never be what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. It was never smooth. It was never managed. It didn't feel – it just didn't feel like um, it was working with me. It always felt like it was working against me. Mm -hmm. So I felt sad about it pretty much my whole life, and – I always thought that the commercials and things on TV were just fake. Like, that person must just have natural hair that does this. No product, no styling, no anything is going to take someone's hair like mine Mm -hmm. and make it look like that. The first time that I came here and I got a blowout after I had my color done and I had a proper haircut by Joseph, who has curly hair and knew how not to cut curly hair, not with a razor after you bleach it and damage it beyond repair. Mm -hmm. That's Um, key. That's key. Please don't. (laughs) 
Um, once I had a haircut that worked with curly hair and my color was nice and everything was sealed in, that was the first time I thought like, oh my God, there's hope for this. And then I thought, you know, it's probably worth investing a little more and I got a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love this so much. If there was a way to get this more often. And on your own, where you don't have own, to have it blown out at the salon. Ooh, let me try that. And... I don't know. That was not very long after I started coming here. No, you didn't take long at all. Yeah. She took the red pill. I did. She's so happy with it. Yeah. (laughs) But it made me so happy, though, because she told me, like, I've always hated my hair. I've always had insecurities. I've always. And, you know, I hear about all the insecurities that people go through from hair loss. Mm -hmm. And you sometimes forget to think about the other side of the aisle where some people have a lot of hair and they don't know how to handle it. Like, say your mother didn't have thick hair. Okay, so my mom grew up on a farm with a lot of kids mm-hmm. and they did not spend time on beauty routines and that kind of stuff. So some of her sisters were great at doing their kids hair and their hair always looked perfect. My mom was the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So it was pert plus and a comb. <laughs> no product. Well, on curly hair. Can you imagine? On curly hair. Uh-oh. Everyone else had no more tangles and conditioner and cream rinse. My mom was like, you need to just bite on this. And I'm going to comb this out. Oh, it my. was really bad. Torture. It was torture. <laughs> it, it really was bad. So you understand now after hearing that backstory, like she's saying she's looking for quality. She's looking for something to be of value mm-hmm. because she's and this is the thing I tell people. Salon owners, stylists out there that are listening to this, you can charge appropriately for the quality that you provide. You don't have to be a discount salon. You don't have to do 30 clients a day to make money. The thing is, do what you do, make it the best that it can be, and then treat your client like royalty. Like mm-hmm. when she gets here, you know, Amon's greeted her, got her her latte, which she's obsessed with, maybe some champagne, and then she gets to be pampered by the whole team because, you know, it's mm-hmm. all hands on deck ever since we first met. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of hair. So we handle things. We try to have a good time while she's here, have some good conversation, which I think you've also commented on the fact that you get to know the other clients when you come here. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes a salon family where she's last week when she wasn't getting her color and she's like, oh my gosh, I finally met Bian. I feel I like know. I've known her my whole life oh because I hear all the stories. <laughs> I probably know more about her than she realizes. And I'm like, is this creepy or is it cool? I'm not sure. <laughs> We're going to lean into the cool part. But we're salon (laughs) sisters. So long story short, I'm so glad that you found our salon. I'm so glad that you called and that I took a chance on you and did your hair so you could be a client for life because I love you. Mm. And you are an ambassador for your family and your brand, as we've talked about. And you are killing it, girl. Killing it in the office and killing it at home. Mm -hmm. Get it, get it. That's why you started bouncing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can't see this, but there's a little (laughs) shimmy, shimmy. There's something going on right here. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Aaron will definitely be back. We'll have to tell you part two of our continued mm-hmm. adventures in our salon life. We love should let all. them into our inside jokes. Oh, I'm not Lord. sure it's safe for the airways. Sounds though. like a part two. Oh, it is. Okay. You guys are just hearing the professional side of it. There's a whole <laughs> nother Aaron behind these Oh, I can't wait. Voices. All right, you guys, make sure you are following, subscribe, and remember to like, follow, share, and enjoy your hair. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. Remember to follow us wherever you listen to these podcasts and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'll see you next week.